Windscape Chapter 20 The Truck In the pitch dark of the open field, the only light was from the blaze in the distance. Sirens filled the air and high-pitched shouts echoed over the hills behind them. Are we safe now? asked Jenny. She pulled on Lord's lead. He was growling at the sheep that scattered around them. We're about a mile away from the mart, said Pavel. They'll be busy enough. Pavel shushed her. Wait, he stopped. Down there. He pointed down the hill. What's down there? asked Jenny. The road to Glasgow, said Pavel. We can still make it then, asked Jenny. Of course we can, said Pavel. We have to stop the Murdochs building those windmills on your farm. But the letter, we, I left, we left it. Jenny felt something cold and smooth being placed into her hand. Picked her up just in time, said Pavel. It had fluttered into the corner. Sandy's a rubbish shot. Now, let's get down to that road and hitch a lift. We could phone Wendy, said Jenny. Just tell him everything. What? You want to tell him that we're trying to stop his wind farm going ahead? Then you want to ask him for a lift to Glasgow? It's hundreds of miles away. Is that all you're worried about? said Jenny. She tucked the letter under her coat. What? said Pavel, moving off. She shouted after him. You're blooming windmills! Pavel stumbled on a tussock of grass. No! he shouted back. I just want to get to my dad, said Jenny. I just want to know he's all right. That's all I'm interested in now. She pulled the letter from her coat and threw it into the darkness. Don't be so blooming stupid, shouted Pavel. He doubled back and checked the ground at her feet. If you've... If I've what? You'll do what? Said Jenny. She felt her face flush with rage. Pavel stooped low and picked the letter from the dirt. He took a deep breath. I want your dad to be safe too. I like your dad. I like you. Most of the time, he added, he brushed a clump of mud off of the letter and shook it. But why throw away your mum's money? She left you this so you and your dad wouldn't have to worry. So you could live in the farm, the way you always have. I know, said Jenny, with no windmills. She tugged the letter back from Pavel and put it inside her pocket. She could hear the road now. The rumble of cars grew louder as he walked further down the boggy field. They found a barbed wire fence that wobbled precariously as he clambered over. There's a lay-by, said Pavel. Jenny strained to see the outline of a big wagon. It's parked up for the night. And look, it's the same one we were on, said Jenny. She recognised the triangular bulge of the timber-framed house under its canvas cover. Pavel crept closer, ducking behind the wagon as a car sped by. Jenny saw Pavel's laces hanging down from the canvas. The driver didn't spot your door then. I told you it was worth tidying up. Pavel quickly undid the laces that kept the canvas together and they climbed inside. He settled Lord down on top of an old sack and led Jenny to the back of the driver's cabin. He's on his mobile. Listen. The driver's muffled words drifted back from the cabin. It's not my fault it's the wrong kit. Anyway, I don't care. I'm still getting paid either way. There was a pause. Dumbarton at eleven. Uh, I'll be there well before that. Jenny shrugged. What did the driver mean? Pavel pressed his ear against the cabin. He said Dumbarton, Pavel whispered. Jenny shrugged her shoulders again. 
The cat is in the bag, said Pavel, her eye grin forming in his face. The cat is what? Jenny tugged him back from the cabin. What's that supposed to mean? Pavel followed her back into the tangle of wooden struts. We have our lift to Glasgow. Well, almost Glasgow. Where's the barton? asked Jenny. It's near Loch Lomond, but... Pavel sighed and stretched out on another crumpled hemp sack beside Lord. He placed his hands behind his head and stared up into the darkness of the temporary tent. It's where my mother lives. Your mother? Jenny had never heard Pavel mention his mum. So, let me see. Your mum and dad came here from Poland and then split up? Almost, said Pavel. My mother's English. She's my stepmother, really. So your real mother is... I can't even remember her. In the dim light, Pavel's face hardened. I'm sorry. Jenny found a spot next to Lord. My father came to Scotland for a fresh start. He met a nice lady and they settled near Dumbarton. That's where I went to school. I thought you said you were in Glasgow, said Jenny. It's near enough. However, my mum and father, well, they grew apart. My father wanted to get back to his roots in farming and mum, well, mum has other interests. So they split? Pavel sighed. They never divorced, but yeah, they split. You must get sad sometimes, said Jenny. Ugh, there's no point crying over spilt milk. Jenny saw Pavel smile. Well, there might be, said Jenny. You know, if you were on a desert island and the only thing you'd found to eat or drink in a week was a glass of milk, and then it spilled over. They both laughed. Jenny cuddled into Lord. Do you think McGovern's all right? He was still breathing, said Pavel. Anyway, I think Sandy will be feeling a lot worse than McGovern. I mean, he let us escape and burnt the mark down into the bargain. His dad will be furious. Where does all this leave you? asked Jenny. I mean, your father works for Murdoch and I don't care about that. But your dad's job? Never mind that. Where does it leave Murdoch? said Pavel. What was he going to do with us? Keep us tied up until time ran out on the wind farm deal. And then what? Jenny hadn't really thought it through until now. So you think he was going to hurt us? You can't just go around tying kids up, said Pavel. If you're taking it that far, stop it. I don't want to think about it, said Jenny. There was a long silence before Pavel asked, Do you miss your mother? Jenny waited until her heart had stopped thumping so hard. Yes, every day. She sighed and turned to face Pavel. And don't say anything about spilt milk. I would never say anything like that concerning your mum, he said. I know, said Jenny. She felt her eyes becoming heavy. Her body ached for sleep. Lord began to snore. It reminded her of her dad and, and she smiled to herself. She had the letter. She was unhurt and she would be in Glasgow the next day. Good night, Jenny, said Pavel. Good night and thanks for looking out for me. No probs. See you in the morning. Before long, it wasn't just Lord that was snoring.